to thrive. Welcome to the Thrivology Podcast with Dr. Lee Bauckham. Join us as we explore ways that you can thrive in your life, regardless of what life throws at you. It's your life. Time to live it. In my last podcast, I began talking about the midlife crisis. The reason I bring this up as a series is because I hear over and over from people who are trying to figure out what's going on. It it may be in a spouse, it may be in themselves or somebody they love, but somewhere in that midlife point, something turns upside down. Sometimes it grows kind of slowly, but other times it's as if it's night and day. One day, a spouse or themselves woke up and said, nothing is where it needs to be. Everything's upside down. Nothing feels right again. I can tell you that midlife crisis exists. No matter what you've heard out there, no matter where you've watched the myths of having a midlife crisis, I can tell you as a clinician There are midlife crises surrounding us because everybody comes to that point when they ask the simple question, what is this all about? That's really the heart of a midlife crisis. So as I talked about last week, there are several myths about what that midlife crisis is about. Not everybody goes through the crazy gyrations that you may watch, but you can rest assured that at some point in adulthood, the question begins, what is going to happen in my life that makes this worthwhile? What's going to make a difference? How is life meaningful? And that's what I want to talk about today because that really is the heart of a midlife crisis. It's all around meaning. Now, it doesn't mean that life didn't mean something before, that suddenly it has to mean something. I keep using that word mean. It's not that life was without meaning before. It's that everything shifts to something else. I believe that throughout our lives, we find meaning in different areas and that the meaning we create is ours alone. What's meaningful to one person is insignificant to another person. But the midlife crisis is the fact that what meant something before is suddenly in a crisis. That's where we get that whole idea that something's different here. And so I believe that there are really three different ways this happens. There's a potential of a loss of meaning. There's a possibility of a diminishment of meaning. And then it's just possible that it's a search for meaning. So let's kind of go through those one at a time to see which one fits for you or your loved one. Is it a loss of meaning, which is what happens When you start thinking, did anything I do matter? Or maybe what you did that mattered is no longer available. For example, some people get to this place where there's a loss of meaning because what they were doing is suddenly feels insignificant. Maybe the job that they've chosen just suddenly rings hollow. A lot of the times, the expectation that are put upon us push us through schooling, push us through careers, push us to midlife, and suddenly the meaning gets lost. I've had clients who have told me that their profession suddenly rang hollow, whether it was being a doctor or an attorney or an accountant or a real estate agent or a salesman or whatever it was that they were doing. And they look back and realize that they were doing what they were doing for somebody else. So there's a loss of meaning in that. And then there are the roles that we carry around with us. For instance, parenting. Many people hit a midlife crisis when their last child is launched into the world and suddenly what made made everything meaningful is gone. Years ago, I had the experience of coaching somebody who worked very hard every day in a factory. 
worked very hard trying to make sure that that factory produced everything it could, but found it just to be a grind. But where that person found meaning was at home. So throughout the week, going to that factory and doing all the grinding work was significant because it allowed them to come home to the family that they loved and to be a part of that family. The job didn't give a lot of meaning, but family did. Then their last child left the house, and suddenly that job really was just a grind. There was nothing else to it, and so there was a loss of meaning in life. The job was the same. It had always been one of low meaning, but there was meaning somewhere else that suddenly disappeared. I also had people who let me know, and I remember one in particular who was a doctor. So the doctor had gone through college, through med school, through all of the training, set up a practice and was going on only to have both parents die within a couple of years. The meaning was lost because this doctor realized that the reason this person became a doctor was because that was what the parents wanted. And then the parents weren't there anymore and it threw it into a crisis. Many of us find those times in life when something that meant something no longer matters. So we have that place of a loss of meaning. Nothing I did mattered is the feeling that comes from that. Or maybe it's just a diminishment of meaning. That suddenly it doesn't mean that much anymore. Had a conversation with a doctor who was watching his whole profession be transformed. And he realized that what he was doing most of the time was pushing papers and dealing with an organization that didn't really care about uh, whether things were doing, they were doing anything innovative as much as they were doing what paid the bills. And he realized he was answering to the hospital and he was answering to the insurance company more than he was answering to patients. He realized that all of what had originally brought him meaning of doing medicine was in the background of all of the organizational mess that is true in in the medical world today. He had a diminishment in meaning. At the end of the day, he was faced with a stack of paperwork, not feeling like he'd accomplished a lot for the patients because he was dealing with the paper. I had an attorney who told me the same thing, that over the years he had worked so hard to make sure there was justice And then he realized one day that part of that justice meant that he was having to turn a blind eye to what other things were going on with his clients. And he could no longer stomach having to do that, even if it meant that that person wasn't wasn't getting his representation. He realized he couldn't continue that way. He had a diminishment in what that had meant. Then there are those who never were even searching for meaning, never even knew that was what life was about. Maybe they were chasing after something else. You know, if they feel feeling like if they could just get that promotion or that amount of money in the bank or or something that would happen, they could finally get beyond that, that chasing. And in the end, at some point, the search for meaning catches up because that is in our core what we're looking for. So there are a couple of shifts that happen at this midlife point. One is that we go from the importance of achieve to the importance of believe. So the importance of achieve is what can I achieve? That's the big question of that. What degrees can I get? What promotions can I get? What paychecks can I get? What bonuses can I get? What can I accumulate around me? What are the things that I can point to? The awards and all of the other toys that can surround us. At some point, though, we realize that that's just stuff. 
it's just paper and stuff and and it doesn't mean that much and then there's a shift that midlife shift is what do i believe what's really important here what is at the core now, as I said last week, there's not a certain date when that happens for any of us, but it usually happens because there's a crisis around us that maybe we suddenly realize there's only so much time. And so we begin to wonder, if we just keep on achieving, what's the point? And we begin to ask, what does this all matter? When we realize that that accumulation is hollow, we have to start looking for something else. We have to look for what's going on right now. And we start building towards a lasting legacy. That's the whole point of a midlife crisis, a lasting legacy. So there's some questions I think we have to answer. The first question I think we have to answer is, who am I? And let me suggest that if you're struggling with a midlife crisis, you begin to think through, how do you answer this? I can't give you your answer. What's important is you know the question. So the first one, who am I? This is not who am I by my outer achievements? Who am I, the person with a certain degree or a certain profession or a certain bank balance or some other outside reference point that, that people can point to? But who are you on the inside? This is about the core self. This is about who you see yourself being on the inside, not how others view you. Because a lot of times in life, when we're based on achievement, we work really hard to fool the other people. And what we happen to run into in midlife is that we can't fool ourselves. We never are able to fully fool ourselves. We always have to live with ourselves and look at ourselves in the mirror and, and wonder, who really am I? Not who do I pretend to be or who do I act out, but who am I at my core? So the first question of struggle is, who am I? The second struggle is, what is my life about? What is my life about? Many times people realize it's, it's not those outside things that we thought mattered, of how hard we worked or what we, what we brought home or, or what we produced or what we built that really makes a difference. I can tell you, having sat with many people at the end of their lives as they're staring back, None of them had regrets about not working hard enough. None of them had regrets about not earning enough. None of them had regrets about not having enough pieces of paper on the wall or medals in a container or trophies on the wall. All of them were more focused on something else, relationships. In fact, if I were to tell you the two things that I heard over and over from people at the end of their lives about what life really should have been about. It was about the relationships of those they loved and their own sense of integrity. Those two pieces. And part of what midlife is calling us to do is to reevaluate, am I living my life of integrity? And am I attending to the important relationships of my life? Now, let me be clear. I'm not suggesting that we all uh, end our careers and move to the mountaintop and bring our loved ones with us and have a love fest. I'm not suggesting that the only important thing is living a place of deep integrity and relationships, but that at the end of it, those are what count. The other pieces are ways of doing that. The income is a way of allowing us to be in relationship and living with integrity. The accumulations are always in service of those relationships and are only worthwhile when we do it with integrity. In fact, many times, 
I hear people tell me that part of what rang so hollow was they realized they had not stood in the middle of their own integrity. They somehow had let that slide and they had cut corners. And then looking back, they realized that they could have done the same thing, but with a deeper sense of integrity and within deeper relationships outside of them. So the second question is, what is my life really about? What does my life need to be about is sometimes what we need to ask, but what is my life about? And the third question is, what will I leave behind? For a lot of people, they spend a lot of time trying to build up stuff. And at some point, it all goes. At some point, there's nothing we can hold on to. At some point, it doesn't matter. I've watched many families go into the households of parents who have passed on, and the parents had accumulated what they saw as treasures, and their family only saw it as stuff. Enough to know that it's all stuff, and that that really isn't what brings us that deeper sense of purpose, as much as the legacy we leave behind. I believe that in the end, one of the big pieces of midlife is figuring out what the legacy is that we want to leave behind, what the impact we want to leave behind. You'll notice that legacy pulls all three of those pieces we talked about last week together, the place of meaning and purpose. Legacy is built on doing something that's important to us by doing something that makes an impact. Legacy is the question of midlife that we solve as we ask, what will I leave behind? What will I do with relationships? And what will I do of importance to our community and the world at large? Will I leave this place a better place than I found it, whether it's in the relationships right near us or in the broader context of the world? And that leads to a reevaluation of how we use our time, our resources, our gifts, and our talents, because that's where it happens. We all only have so much time, and we have no idea what that is. And so when we begin to see that use of time as the commodity it is, the one that slips away if we, we don't manage it well, and how we use those resources around us, that it's not just about accumulating stuff to have, but how that allows us to move in bigger, impactful ways in the world, and then how we bring that into our own gifts and talents, our unique place that we can make a difference in the world. The questions to ponder this week are, who am I? Not the outside, not those outside achievements, but at the core self, who am I? Second is, what is my life about? What about my place of relationships and integrity? Basically, what is my relationship out there and within? And what do I want to leave behind? Next week, we'll continue this conversation about the midlife crisis. This is Lee Balkum wishing you a thriving life. listening to the Thrivology podcast. Thank you for listening. If you want more information, visit us at thrivology.com or at thrivologymagazine.com. Remember that Thrivology is spelled T H R I V E O L O G Y. It's your life. Time to live it. Uh-huh.